Wednesday edition of the We Got It All Figured Out podcast, and there's too much going on for a catchy intro. If you're here, you know exactly who we are, and you either want our feet pics or you want to fuck us. Or if you're weird, you like our political commentary. But there's a lot to get into. All right, let's talk killer cops and trials. Jesus. Um, basically, if you haven't caught up on the Chauvin trial, he's getting off. Yeah, he's, he's, he's off. getting away with this I one. Would, I don't gamble because I'm a moron, um, but I would put money down. If I had money and I had to put something down, I would put money on him getting off for sure. For murder, certainly. There might be some kind of negligent something, manslaughter, something, or reckless engagement like they did in the Breonna Taylor case, but that's the best they're going to get at this point. And the reason why... Every single time the state puts up one of their own witnesses, the prosecution brings their own witnesses, it gets worse for them. (laughs) This is one of the more winnable cases, and yet they're finding the way to just get the shittiest witnesses. And the first real big red flag happened when their key witness turns out to be Floyd's drug dealer, as if the state, after 10 months of prepping this, couldn't have figured that one out. Yeah. That seems a little sketchy. So then you also have the fact that their witness they brought in today, use a force expert from L.A., and he comes out and he says... You know what? Chauvin could have used more force. It's terrifying, by the way. Um, But let me put it this way. This guy was so good for Chauvin that the defense is now bringing him in tomorrow as their own witness. Right? Yeah. Prosecution, I think it's pretty easy to say at this point, and a lot of smart people fucking agree with me on this one. They're throwing the case. They're throwing the case. And if you thought for a second the state wouldn't try to cover its own ass in this, by the way, you're nuts. But they're doing this right out in the open. And I didn't think it would be this obvious, but... If you wanted to fuck up a case, I don't know how you could do it better than the last two quote-unquote key witnesses they brought in. Also, just for reference, the smart people he's referencing are Tim Pool and me. Best possible sources, so I salute you for your fact-checking. The mythical mensch. Yeah, Kike Tyson. <laughs> um, also, there's the part, and because people got to remember, people like, he murdered It's like, no, he, he, they all they need is reasonable doubt. And the fact that I know people dispute like what that toxicology report means, but it's objectively he had what's considered three times a fatal dose of fentanyl in his system. And I don't know if I believe I, the audio is weird and tricky. And uh, like Tim mentioned, like the thing with someone said, he's like, I took too many drugs. I never heard that when I watched the video. So no. I don't know. But even still, I mean, there's a lot of weird ones with that. I don't though. need hearsay. I need the science is coming through and people say, oh, well, that doesn't matter. You know, and then there's the fact that it's like some people are saying when they look at the video, like that knee doesn't look like it's on his neck. It looks like it's on his shoulder blades. And I, if you can't 100% say George Floyd is dead because Chauvin put his knee on his neck slash back, whatever, hundred and exclusively, and that he it was of his own accord, not trained to do that. That's the only way, and that's just not the that's not the case. Here's some weird ones about that because I, I keep hearing the knelt on the shoulder, knelt on the shoulder. Nobody can show me an angle that looks like that. The ones that I've seen, and these are being the famous ones, you can see where Flo, um, Chauvin's knee actually passes. Floyd's ear and jaw, which is clearly over the neck. And I would not call that the shoulders at that. That's point. not the shoulders at that point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's as clear as you can get. So, and here's the problem too, because what we're seeing a lot of right now. Um, I'm going to address the toxicology report in a second, but the thing is, we're seeing a bunch of articles like this coming out from these right wing sources, and people are just immediately buying it. Honestly. I get why it's happening, though, is because the mainstream media has been lying to these people all year. And so now people are willing to trust these alternate sources that are feeding them a bunch of bullshit that is completely unsubstantiated with even a single camera angle to make it look like that. This wouldn't be such a huge, 
you know, prevailing issue if the mainstream media actually did their own job better. Now, when it comes to the drugs in the system, yes, there was a shit ton of fentanyl, a lot of meth. Every single autopsy that has been done, whether it was by the state or done independently by a private third party, which there were several of each, none of them ruled his death as an overdose and several ruled them in the manner of homicide. But he also that's, had, that's, he had the exact same symptoms as when he had a previous overdose too. Essentially, yes. Um, with the, I believe, you know, for calling for his mom and all that kind of stuff. Ultimately, leads back to your point of what you were saying. It's as far as proving doubt in the fact that Chauvin is guilty. And I think between the fact that the defense is doing a pretty good job of what they're doing and that the prosecution, in my opinion, seems to be actively throwing it, I think at that point you're going to have a jury that has to then, in good conscience, to give him a fair trial with what they are given to work with are going to have to let him walk at least for the murder. The part of the witness today that a lot of people are also, or not this, uh, the guy who switched, his dealer, he said, he's like, I'm afraid if I talk, I'll be accused of third degree murder, mm-hmm. meaning Floyd, George Floyd's death. So you have this guy who is said he would testify, is now saying he won't because he's just afraid his testimony will get him convicted of third degree murder for George Floyd. That in itself is reasonable doubt. Because if you're a juror and you say, well, this guy thinks if he said what really went down between him and George Floyd, he would be up for a third degree murder. And again, I don't know how true that is, whatever. But just the fact that he said that is enough. And I keep stressing this point. You don't have to prove anything about Derek Chauvin. All you have to prove is that it's not 100% verifiably certain that his knee on his neck is what killed him 100%. And you also have to prove that he did that in violation of standards and practices which that second half we already know is not true manslaughter i think is the best possible case in terms of chauvin and what he could have you know put on him but i mean fuck it's tough and when it comes to the training aspect, so Chief Arandondo, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, the Minneapolis police chief, came out and he testified against Chauvin, saying that applying that type of pressure to a cuffed person on the ground isn't part of the training. I think it's worth noting that there are actual training diagrams from the Minneapolis de- Police Department that have come out you know, previously and also in the trial um, that demonstrate how to do exactly what Chauvin did. So this is clearly a case of the Minneapolis Police Department covering its own ass. It's just a shit show of people trying to do these opposite things in different directions, trying to save themselves. The idea that there was ever going to be a 100% objective fair trial for Derek Chauvin, I don't think anybody reasonably believed that was going to happen like it would for anybody else. That said... What a mess. And he's going to walk because of it. And at least Minneapolis will burn. I thought you meant like, oh, the least good that will come out of this was burning. That's I was about to say, what the fuck? Why would you say something like that? No, 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 violence no. better? Um, no, no. Because I was going to, and a point I wanted to make, because I know like you're obviously involved in a lot of the protesting here in Milwaukee. There's going to be again. situations. And my thoughts on it are, you have to make that distinction peaceful protest, which the mainstream media does not do. They lump everyone into saints. And that's why people look at those protests negatively because they're like, oh, if they're all, if you say they're all the ones destroying my property, fuck the whole movement, you morons. Um, very bad at marketing as always. <laughs> uh, but the protests, maybe I'll disagree with them saying like, look, the trial is what it was, but I understand why they're out there and good, God bless, protect their first amendment. I better not see any fucking unmarked vans scooping people up. Yes. Um, but the rioters, is Ben Shapiro put it as soon as you break a window or anything down yep. if you attack the cops I have no I don't want anyone to get shot I'm not gonna say oh sh-, I hate because some people go so far in the other like shoot the road shoot the rioters it's like uh no 
<laughs> no, you subdue them, you know, you de-escalate if possible, but if they're attacking a cop and that cop shoots you, I want an investigation, but I don't feel any sympathy for you. Same thing in like, you know, so I know it's going to happen. There's going to be riots. No. And I just, you know, they don't even realize not only does that hurt the movement because people like me see that, like, when they get lumped all and they're like, oh, fuck all of you. Also, then Biden gets to up his own power for security. Mm-hmm. And the fucking deep state is going to be like, well, now it's going to, and God knows what other restrictions are going to put in place. And more voices are going to be silenced. And censorship is going to be upped. And paranoia is going to be up, And political tension is going to be up nothing but the worst possible outcomes because both sides don't know how to respond rationally to anything and all our discourse in all public life is dominated by the fucking extremes and i'm sorry to rant but i want to get into something else real quick yeah. i don't know if you saw dan crenshaw on rogan this fucking idiot who i respect in a lot of ways is going on shitting about shitting on stimulus checks like, dude. No. He literally, and, he, and some of his points he justified, and I kind of get where he's coming from. He's like, of course, like, yeah, of course you need a safety net for people who have fallen on hard times. And, like, if you lost your job, like, you didn't. But he's like, why am I paying for, like, other, you know, why am I paying for someone who didn't get hurt financially in COVID to get a check? And it's like, dude, that's what you're taking the fucking stance on? Not the, mil- not the insanely bloated military industrial complex or any other insanely corrupt organization or a fucking branch or industry in the U.S., like healthcare or whatever the fuck. No, it's the people, it's people like me who get an extra 1400 fucking dollars that has you butter. I mean, that's why the fucking conservatives I can't even defend because they're just, they yeah, that money's mine, bitch. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're mad about as opposed to the 80% more of that stimulus that went to countries that hate us, gender programs in Pakistan, the military industrial complex, bailing out cruise lines, like fuck. Circling back around real quick before we yes, uh, before we pass um shoving completely, because really one last point. When the Minneapolis police precinct that got burned down last time that Chauvin was from burns again. I'm not going to pretend to be mad about it. I can look at it and say, look, nonviolence is objectively a bad strategy. It doesn't work, right, for trying to further your goals. It makes people fucking angry at you. You mean violence, not nonviolence. Yes, that's what I meant. Sorry, uh, Vax brain. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, I'm gay now. <laughs> um, but no, but listen, when I see that, I don't look at that and get mad. I think, frankly, the Minneapolis police department that kept Chauvin on after so many warning signs and so many complaints and let him do this and 1,700 untested rape kits in the back and just gross negligence across the board. When their police precinct burns down, fuck them. I'm not mad at it. When it happens again, I'm going to say the same thing. Fuck them. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, until they get fixed. But honestly, what are the recourse these people have at this point? Derek Chauvin is just going to completely get away with this. And there's no justice for George Floyd. And there's no justice for Breonna Taylor. And there's no justice for Elijah McClain and all these other obvious cases of gross negligence at the absolute fucking minimum across the board. And no one's ever convicted. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. I'm amazed it hasn't been worse. But the problem is, as you pointed out, not only is violence always a bad strategy, 
it forever poisons your movement and it means no matter what you do policy wise or whatever you think you achieve through that violence will never stick and it's never actually going to be a lasting societal effect if you it's not not never it does happen sometimes but as a recent the violence example, has to make people say why are they rioting and then that in action it's the same thing with vietnam people were protesting and they didn't give a fuck it's when those kids got butchered at kent state then people are like wait a minute what the fuck what yeah. were they wait are you why did you kill these kids because they said they like fucking war that's how it's gonna so people are gonna see them riding and they're gonna come in and gun them down and people are gonna say wait why are they gunning they're like they're against police brutality and then the police come in and murder them and it's like not great yikes well there's also a difference too between something like stonewall where the police were routinely harassing and assaulting gay people and then they rioted back and then the gay rights movement as we know it today in modern america started versus when a bunch of Trump supporters based on weird deep web blogs decide to go and storm the Capitol. Like there are, there are absolutely differences. I mean, there are times where violence is more understandable slash possibly justified than others. But categorically speaking, when you look at popularity for a movement, it always just tanks when you start doing that. And yeah. And people would say that, well, what do we do? It's like, I don't know. You got to stop looking at these issues as one, something that you're just going to see solved because you have elected the right person. Most of these issues, every, even if you take their full argument that every problem is systemic, which a lot of them are, not even just things that are the systemically racist, systemic issues you don't fix with one politician. They're generational and they require a huge amount of foresight and planning and adaptability and having real competent people, which this society, which America has none of that right now. We That will never fucking happen. That's why... How many, how many centuries and how, or how many d- generations have the inner city communities been just crushing minorities and, and the poorest people in society? And they keep fucking electing the same politician, the same political party yep. and from the same political establishment and nothing gets better. In fact, a lot of the issues get worse. And then they tell and then you go around telling the people that want to vote for someone else that you're a racist. Yep. First, that's stupid. That's how you get people on your side. And second, none, no politician. I have always said the answers to your problems are never going to sound sexy. If they do, you're being sold or you're being or you're going to be fucked. Enter AOC. Yes. One of the worst politicians, uh, I won't say ever, but in modern times, yes. And and to, to elaborate on that reason why I even bring up AOC, aside from the fact that we fucking hate her. Um, very hot, though. Very hot, though. Um, she, Goddamn, she's annoying. She was just uh, ranked as, I believe it was one of the top 20 least effective senators as far as actually voting on shit, as far as actually putting forward new legislation, as far as just overall doing her job to get things done. Really, what all she's done, and we've been saying this for a while now, but now there's actually proof. And uh, you can watch the Kyle Kalinsky segment on it, or the Jimmy Dora segment on it. I believe the Rising Out of segment on it. Just go watch it, whoever else you trust more than us. But the point is, she goes in there to DC, guns blazing, talking a big game, and instead she'll show up for her votes sometimes. She votes the way Pelosi wants her to, but her Twitter game is phenomenal, and she's got merch. She's got the $50 Eat the Rich hoodies, but she gets nothing fucking done. And it just points to the bigger problem of celebrity politics. Politics. Ultimately, yeah, it's your answers are never sexy. AOC is sexy. AOC is not the answer. Case closed. Imagine the politician you think is like your socialist hero, and then you wake up one day and she's defending kids in cages, fucking defending concentration camps. Uh, I almost forgot her name, Alexandria. Uh, you know, I just got to say, um, as a member of the Jew community, um, I found your choice of words troubling, and I would like to officially use my platform on the We Get It All Figured Out podcast to begin your cancellation. Unfortunately, I 
as you know, hate speech is violence. And I, people know. and I feel like I'm, I don't know if you can see Alexandra, I'm sweating because I feel so attacked by your words. The, you, you evoking the imagery of concentration camps has triggered me. I am officially petitioning our listeners to call on Twitter, Facebook, and all social media platforms to denounce and ban AOC. And I think, I don't think they're, no justice, no peace until that happens. <laughs> so, but no, 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 the fucking audacity of her on that. Uh, and like, just to see the 180 they did just because Bi- daddy Biden's the president. And this kind of got, brings me to a point. I was wrong. Mm. I say consi- I say a lot for most of the people in the woke movement. I say I uh, I appreciate their good intentions, but they're very misguided and they make a wrong choice. I would like to correct that. I no longer respect or actually believe in their good intentions. <laughs> I I ne- no no no. In the last week, the amount of people who did nothing, who do did and continue to do nothing but scream and whine about every single perceived slight to someone who is not a white man, uh, consistently, everything is on. Society is to blame for every problem in those people's lives, and if you object to any of our ways of fixing that, you're a Nazi. In two weeks, I have seen them defend administration that has tripled the amount of kids in cages at the border and built those ca- and uh, the, the president who was a member of the administration that built those cages, uh, along with the vice president who uh, laughed about using black inmates, keeping them in jail, you know, falsifying evidence, paying them five cents to go fight fires as forced labor, all this different shit. And I've seen people defending that and defending China against any sort of criticism. Correct. So you no longer have good intentions. You are now openly supporting in your what you would call fascism here as it relates to the border and concentration camps, Nazi activity, and a literal genocide happening in a country overseas while also just blatantly denying facts. I saw some dumb bitch on somewhere say, China doesn't do, stop the stereotype, China doesn't do anything weird with their animals. I'm like, Yulin. It took, literally literally Yulin. Yulin. And not to mention the wet markets and all the other shit, but my, I don't want to rant my, or ramble. My point is, you're not an activist. I don't, and I know we've had the debate about how, you, yes, you can advocate for woke things and also major issues. The problem is, if you had any understanding of what a major issue was, you wouldn't be wasting your time with most woke issues. I'm not saying they're not, none of them are valid, but you're not an activist when you then start defending. I want to use the R word so bad, but I just can't. And I'm being a good boy. I won't have to edit it out this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave him a voicemail at 3 a.m. where I just scream it for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yes, I had a conversation about this over the weekend. Uh, I was doing a peace march as usual. And I got into this conversation with this other peace activist, no names, um, where we ended up talking about this and we were talking about the bill maher segment because it's okay on the left uh, or not even the left you know the the, the, main- the mainstream liberal side of things it's okay to talk about china in a negative light again but you know what she was saying was like but you know you know with what we have in america with george floyd and everything it's not like we have any moral high ground to talk it's like well hold on yes we have a rampant police state and surveillance state you know the u.s doesn't have racially motivated concentration camps where we're genociding muslims i know that's a low bar to judge a quote unquote good country by but we passed that one so i i don't think there is 
any real parallel that you can really draw between the U.S. and China at this point. But we're not talking about the Chinese people. We're talking about the Chinese Communist Party of China, who is the biggest number one enemy of the Chinese people. There's a reason they fucking come here. It's to get away from this horrible, oppressive state that watches their every move. That is their social credit score to see what a good, compliant citizen they are in some black mirror shit. We're dealing with a racist, genocidal, ethno state. If you have any excuse to that, Fuck you. Even the Iraq war, which is the worst thing we've done in the past 25 years, doesn't come close to what they're doing right now to their own citizens on such a massive scale to how many billion people that actually live there in China right now. Yeah, you want to help the Asians in the U.S. when there's like, let's say, I don't know, on, on the highest possible end, 100 million, which is nowhere near that. Mm -hmm. There's a billion of them over there that you can help. Correct. But we're so fucking economically entangled with them. The cool thing is, is from what I understand about movies about America getting invaded, in the Midwest, we're actually going to be pretty good. In Victor, Red, Idaho, we're... Red, <laughs> Red Dawn aside, keep in mind, too, in World War II, Japanese Admiral Yamamoto made the point that you can never invade the mainland of the USA because, and I'm paraphrasing, actually, I don't think I am, there would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. I'm pretty sure he said it that way. And he's absolutely correct. We have enough gun owners in America to outmatch the largest standing army in the world, which I believe is China, by like more than 10 times. If the mainland US got invaded, holy shit. Wolverine. Wolverines. Dude, dude, that would be so fun to be in the anti-communist. I don't know who would be fighting. It would be horrible. Anti-Chinese militia. I hope to God it never happens because of how many people are going to die. By my hands alone. Christ. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear the first Chinese soldier. He studied the blade <laughs> as I cut them down. <laughs> But no, so I don't oh, yeah. know. Oh, oh, real quick, before we get too far from Biden, one other thing that just came out today is that the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, which, by the way, has lasted longer than either of us have been alive and should not exist, period, but I digress, they are talking about, and I love it, they're going to fill the gaps in Trump's border wall. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Build that wall. Build that wall. Blue Trump is good Trump. Woo! Is there a hashtag? Is a, is a woman running the DHS now? Is it is it okay to like that? Is it a trans woman? Hold on. Is there a LGBTQ plus person? No, no, no. Who's going to be running this shit? Do I get to feel seen? Why isn't his entire cabinet trans? Hmm? And BIPOC. <laughs> Latinx. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Your your oppressors are diverse now. Congratulations. As Vilmar pointed out, I don't think the Chinese cared about Dr. Seuss. Uh, they uh, just care about, you know, advancing their incredibly rapidly accelerating society. Also, I love I keep seeing stories about like Biden's approval. It's like people approve. I'm like, this is the same administration that has to have the entire tech oligarchy constantly policing anything that's said about him. YouTube was just caught actively massively removing dislikes. Yep. Like he, they, he was getting over like a hundred thousand dislikes on a video, like with like thousand likes and shit like that. And all of a sudden people are coming back and like Oh, now he has 3,000 dislikes. Like, fuck you, Google. Like, so to tell, don't give me that bullshit. It's, he's popular. You know, I was talking to my dad and like, I just, he gets mad because I just shit on him. And I'm like, I try and bring a pause. He's like, oh, I stopped paying attention. It's like, oh, that's funny. On January 2019, the world was literally ending and everything was got off and Trump was destroying America. And on the 21st, things are just fucking beautiful. And you, you're so relaxed, you don't even have to pay attention anymore. Well, you know why? Like, the fucking nerve of these people to whine for four years and immediately turn their back on everything they ever fucking said. I can't even get over the fucking border wall shit. I mean, you are not the... Well, the border wall is... 
hilarious but also revealing for them the kids in cages in the border crisis drives me fucking crazy because of how vapid and pathetic these fucking scumbag politicians are it's, my point is that you're a hypocrite if you're not fucking on aoc the fact that someone could somehow find in their head to rationalize spending all this time getting angry about like a fucking food label or a mascot or something and then ignore shit like that fucking you should have been shot all over your mother's asshole and with that we end the show have a good night boys and girls and days